Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shooting the Bull with Tom Snow. I'm your host, Tom Snow, and today is going to be the start of a new series that I'm going to be putting out. It's going to be called Pirates of the Mediterranean. And before we begin, I just want you guys to know I will continue my uh, Morning Cup of History episodes every week. I'll probably have this week's probably Friday. I know it's a little bit later, but I've, I've had a busy week, so I'm sorry about that. But this is called Pirates of the, of the Mediterranean, and it's a series about the Barbary Corsairs that I talked about in the Barbary Wars episode of America's Forgotten Wars. And I did a short little episode about that, and I, it got a lot of good comments and a lot of good, um, I guess got a lot of praise. So I'm going to do a whole series about that war because there is a ton of action, a ton of drama, and it's a lot of good stuff that I was not able to go into more detail about with a 15-minute uh, episode. So I think this is going to be a series of about probably 10 or 15-minute episodes. I'm not sure how many there will be, but there'll be probably at least five or six. And yeah, I really want to get into like the, the, the nitty-gritty about this conflict because, again, it's a, one of America's forgotten wars. And there, it's, there's so much that I w wanted to talk about, and there's so much that I think people would want to hear. So if you're looking for a good story of adventure and action and that kind of stuff, this is going to be the podcast for you. So let's get started with the episode. And today's episode is just going to be kind of a, uh, a scene setter, if you will. All right, let's start by asking who were the Barbary Pirates? So the Barbary Pirates were not really pirates. They were... Corsairs that sailed from four individual city-states that were located along the coast of North Africa. So the first city-state and the largest and most powerful one was called Morocco, which is located in, believe it or not, present-day Morocco. And it was ruled by the Emperor of Morocco. So that not too, nothing too confusing about that one. The second most powerful was the um, the city-state of Algiers, which is in modern-day Algeria, along the coast of North Africa. And the ruler of Algiers was the Dey of Algiers, D-E-Y, Dey of Algiers. The next one was the city-state of Tunis, in modern-day Tunisia. And that was ruled by the Bay of Tunis, B-E-Y. So it's the Dey of Algiers and the Bay of Tunis. And the last and probably the weakest one was the state of Tripoli, which is in modern-day Libya. And it was ruled by someone called the Basha of Tripoli. And that's B-A-S-H-A-W, Basha of Tripoli. So all four of these city-states were part of the Ottoman Empire, but were basically autonomous as long as they provided the emperor of the Ottoman Empire with yearly tribute. And also I want to add that the reason they are called the Barbary Pirates or the Barbary Corsairs is because the northern coast of Africa is also called the Barbary Coast. So what did the Barbary Pirates do for a living? Well, the four Barbary states made their living by attacking merchant vessels, stealing their cargo, and enslaving their crews. So the rulers of the Barbary states could either ransom the crew or keep them as slaves, which they often did. In the 16th and the 17th centuries, Barbary Corsair, Corsairs 
sailed up as far north as Scandinavia to raid ships and towns along the coast. So these guys are pretty successful. In 1631, several Barbary ships actually managed to raid the town of Baltimore, Ireland, which the town of Baltimore, Maryland is named after, and kidnapped the, entire, the, the town's entire population. Now, for the most part, the Barbary pirates kept to the Mediterranean because it was a hotbed of commerce, and for the most part, they raided merchant ships of weaker nations like Portugal, Naples, Sicily, and Greece. Now, why would someone ever want to? Why would someone want to do something like this? Well, there are two reasons why the Barbary pirates did what they did. The first one was religious reasons. Now, these were Islamic states, and they were encouraged to attack Christian ships as part of the ongoing jihad against non-believers of the Prophet Muhammad. So, also, there's a bigger reason, and that it was just very profitable. So the Barbary pirates would plunder ships and their cargo and sell their crews as slaves, all of which made a lot of money. The only way to stop the Barbary pirates from doing this was to pay them annual tribute, which most countries did. Now there was a catch to this. After a few years, the Barbary states would ask each country for more tribute and attack their ships without warning until they got more money. So let's say the deal was I'll pay the Basha of Tripoli $100 a year the in order for him to stop attacking my ships. One day the, uh, the Basha of, of Tripoli is going to be like, I'm going to attack Tom's merchant ships so he will give me $150 a year. And if I don't do that, he'll keep on attacking my ships. So basically every few years they raise, they raise the price and make, up, make more money that way. Now, the Barbary states were constantly at war with someone as they really could not survive without fighting a war. So, if they were not making enough tribute or the corsairs were just bored, they would often assassinate the city's ruler and replace him with a more aggressive one. In one case, the wife of a British ambassador wrote down this one story. Let me get it up. So she wrote about how one certain day of Algiers was disposed. So the day's own bodyguards decided that they had enough of the guy and they decided that they were going to kill him. The day of Algiers tried to escape by jumping from rooftop to rooftop like someone from Assassin's Creed's until he was finally shot by one of his own men. The new day of Algiers was installed but this guy was killed five months later and he was executed by strangling. Now the way the Algerians strangled people was that they would strangle them until they're unconscious, revive them with a bucket of water, strangle them until they're unconscious again, revive them with another bucket of water, and then strangle them to death a third time to make it extra painful. So yeah, that's uh, not a good way to go. There was one country that the Barbary pirates did not mess with, and that was the Kingdom of Great Britain. The British had the largest navy in the world, and if you were the Barbary pirates, you did not want to piss them off because they could really ruin your day. Now, the Barbary pirates also did not want to mess with any of, the Brit of Britain's colonies. And before 1776, that included the modern-day United States of America. By 1785, however, the Barbary pirates began attacking American merchant ships in the Mediterranean, 
which is really easy because the Americans had a whopping zero warships in their navy. Not only did they capture American ships, but they also kidnapped American sailors, held them as slaves, and tried to ransom them for the highest bidder. To the highest bidder, excuse me. So America really had two choices. It could pay annual tribute to all four of the Barbary states, like most countries did, or they could build a navy and go take some names and kick some ass. The Americans decided to go with, plan with choice number two as President George Washington thought that paying tribute to the Barbary Pirates would be degrading, and it was. So he asked Congress to pass a bill that would construct six frigates. A frigate is basically, or was basically, the sailing ship equivalent to a heavy cruiser, a medium-sized warship. And if you know the game Battleship, it will be the ship that has three pegs on it. So not too small, not too big, kind of like a medium-sized ship. Then George Washington had a second thought. He decides to do a 180 and pay tribute to the Barbary states, specifically Algiers. Instead of building warships for the American Navy, Washington decided to build four warships for the Day of Algiers and deliver them as tributes. In return, the Day of Algiers temporarily decided to stop attacking American ships. George Washington also decides to build the six frigates anyway, one of which ends up being the famous USS Constitution. In 1800, President Thomas Jefferson is elected President of the United States, and he is President number three after George Washington and John Adams. When Jefferson looked at what his predecessors did in regards to paying tribute to the Barbary Pirates, he basically says something like, yo dude, f*** this. He decided he would fight the Barbary Pirates before he paid tribute. At the same time, the Bashaw of Tripoli became jealous that the Americans were giving Algiers a bunch of goodies, including a few warships, and demanded that the, that the Americans do the same for them. And if they did not, they would continue to attack American merchant ships and make life really miserable for enslaved American sailors. President Jefferson sent a message to the Bashaw of Tripoli that said, We are the United States of America, and we are basically not going to be putting up with any, any more of your bullshit. The Bashaw of Tripoli then declared war on the United States and sent his corsairs to raid American war, uh, merchant ships. President, President Jefferson responds by sending a squadron to the Mediterranean to basically go curse his ass out. And this squadron consists of the 44-gun frigate USS President, the 36-gun um, frigate USS Philadelphia, the 32-gun frigate USS Essex, the 24-gun supply ship USS George Washington, and the small 12-gun schooner USS Enterprise. This little fleet is under the command of Commodore Richard Dale, who previously served as first lieutenant to Revolutionary War hero John Paul Jones. So he's got a good resume. Now, that basically concludes this episode, so if you guys want to hear what happens next, you have to tune in next week when we talk about Commodore Richard Dale and what he does in the Mediterranean. But I hope you guys like this little intro episode and learn more about who the Barbary Pirates were, what they did, and why they kind of ticked off the United States. Alright, so join me next week, and I hope to see you then soon.